Welcome to Mom Talk, a podcast where we have authentic conversations with moms just like you and me. Let's connect, inspire, and empower one another. Are you ready? Let's go. Today on Mom Talk, we're talking to Brittany Rice. Brittany is 28 and the mom of two adorable kids. She's also a nursing student who is planning to graduate in December of this year, 2020. When she's not studying or spending time loving on her babies, you'll find her dreaming up plans for a future house or the next getaway her and her husband will sneak off to. Today, we're talking about speaking to our kids with kindness, even when our first reaction might be one of frustration, as well as how nursing school has impacted her life, the lessons she has learned, and the adjustments that her family has had to make along the way. All right, I hope you guys are all settled in. Here we go. So how's how's motherhood, mom life? I mean, you've got two adorable children, so please do tell. What's what are like the highlights and what are the difficulties? Okay. There's a lot in both categories. <laughs> yeah. Let's start with the difficulties and then we'll transition into the highlights. So we leave one like a a good note. <laughs> okay. Um, I think like right now it's different for each kid. Mm. So like James is four and just his personality, he is very strong willed in wanting to do things his way, which yeah. I think almost every kid is like that. Um, he's just a challenge. Well, often mm-hmm. because, um, his, first inclination for everything is to be angry. Mm. So we're just having a lot of conversations about like your tone of voice and the words that you use and how, you know, your facial gestures, because when you're looking at me like this, like that's not exhibiting kindness. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to be to each other. And even just like, like for me to not, respond in anger back to him yeah if I'm like justified to be frustrated like it just it really just like throws fuel in the flame so it's like hard for me (laughs) to deal with that because I, I totally catch myself reverting to being angry at first instead of um just like being patient with my thoughts you know definitely motherhood I think does that to you it just things that you think that you're good at when you become a mother you're like oh my gosh (laughs) I had no idea I needed to work on this area of myself yeah totally and like the things that he needs like he is a very rough and tough boy so like he needs to wrestle and he needs to just like be really rough and I don't like that (laughs) So I have a hard time with that. So when I need to like get on his level and play with him, like I just have to like prepare to get beat up. Not that he's trying to beat me up, but it's like a part of wrestling with him is he will beat you up. So, but like those things are fun too. But uh, with Iris, you know, she turned two in January and, you know, she's very girly and she's very into doing things herself. And so she is, I would say like 95% potty train. She kind of did it on her own. We weren't going to start yet, but she just wanted to. That's awesome. So I think with her, it's like, I have to let her learn things the hard way sometimes. Like she has to fail on her own to learn that she needs help. And like, I, I hate that because I don't want her to fail. Yeah. I think that, you know, on a two-year-old level, it's okay to 
you know, let her feel them. Most definitely. Yeah. She, she is so different in her emotions and, you know, I can look at her and, you know, a lot of times when she gets mad about something, she'll just hit me. And James has never been like that, but she's very, um, she just will hit. She's very physical like that. And, um, you know, all I have to do is just look at her and give her like a face and I'll just say like, do not hit mommy. And she just cries. <laughs> Whereas James, it's, it, he's not like that at all. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say just like navigating two completely different people. You know, we're in the same family. So, like, there's a lot we have in common, but you, it's just like navigating two totally different people. And it, I don't know, it's a ride. It is such a ride. Yep. I mean, to say the least. Yeah. I like got this book that just recently came out and it's called Triggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's for moms. And um, I would say like that book, I I haven't finished it. I've maybe read just like the few first chapters, but it's all in like handling the triggers that happen just in life. But especially when you have little kids and as they're getting older and gosh, sometimes they could just really frustrate me but it's like you have to learn how to like cool it first yeah (laughs) kind and loving because you want them to have a kind and loving response Mm -hmm. you know so yeah I'd say those have been the hard things um yeah but I think those are the same hard things for me like unmet expectations and What, what would you say your expectations were I mean you had one and what were your expectations for the second one? I don't know. I mean, James was a hard baby and we didn't know that we didn't, yeah. he was hard until we had Iris and we were like, Whoa, she is so easy. Mm-hmm. And the first year of life was really easy. And, um, like she slept through the night. I wish three weeks old and we were like what she still doesn't sleep through the night like that was like so weird to us so um I think like the baby phase has been pretty fine for both of them especially James when we figured out like a little more of a routine for him was really Mm -hmm. helpful um but I think the toddler years have just been hard and you know, like we all have seen the moms before we had kids, you know, walking around stores and whatever, and the kids throwing a massive fit. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I will never have a child that does that. Like we all say that. Yeah. We all really believe that. Like mm-hmm. she's not doing her job and she just needs to do this and this and this, and then it's going to be fine. Well, let me tell you, we do this <laughs> and this and he's screaming in target and it's like, yeah. no. And you know, Iris does it too. And I don't know. I think like yeah. the biggest thing, well, there's so many biggest things, but just the aspect of grace and like, I've been extended so much grace mm-hmm. and I have to extend that to my children. Yeah. Or like they're never going to understand the concept because they've never lived it. Totally. So that's been hard. I think it's hard for me because I get embarrassed. Mm. You know, what are these people thinking of me? Whereas I can't live in, in that mindset. Yeah. 
you know, like I'm the mom and these are my kids and I don't need to be embarrassed of them ever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and we can have hard conversations in public and I need to just like bubble the outside world out and not worry about it. But it, I think yeah. it's hard. I think a lot of moms have a hard time with that, you know? Yeah. I mean, even with Luna at her age now, like we'll go out to dinner and she'll start having a meltdown because either she's tired or she's sick of sitting in their little seat or whatever that may look like. And I totally can relate to my first inclination is just like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all these poor people around me. Oh my gosh. Like Luna, sh- 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 they're trying to have dinner, but yeah, it definitely, <laughs> it definitely is teaching me a lot about myself and being okay with people not being happy with her and okay so you're going to school yeah why don't you walk me through mm-hmm. that whole journey because I feel like yeah it's pretty much like a full-time it is a full-time job if not more than what most people are working as far as like 40 hour weeks sort of thing yeah okay so I'll just like take you back to the beginning um always known I want to go into the medical field um the school that I went to had the hopes of starting a nursing program, you know, four year university and didn't work out. Mm. And that happened while I was there. So at that point I was like halfway through my junior year and I was like, well, like I've got all these credits to graduate from this school. Like I need to just finish. Mm-hmm. So did that. And then, um, Michael and I started dating he was getting his master's degree and we kind of figured, okay, when you finish your master's degree, then I'll go to nursing school. That way we're only paying for like one schooling at a time. Definitely. And, um, you know, we totally got pregnant, like as a major surprise really soon after getting married, like three months into marriage, I got pregnant and it was just kind of a thing that was like, well, like it's not a good time. Cause I needed to work while he was finishing school. So there was that. And, and then we had one kid and we we're like, well, let's just want to have another. And yeah. <laughs> we got started. Yeah. So I was pregnant with Iris when, um, I started going back to take a couple extra prereqs for the nursing program here in our town. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was pregnant during that. And then I had Iris and then I was able to apply to the nursing program. And, um, I got in right away and I kind of like, we had prayed about it and we just felt like, you know, we're going to like walk through or knock on some doors. And like, if the Lord opens the door, then we're just going to walk through it. Mm -hmm. And if I don't get in the first time, then I'm not going to apply anywhere else. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. Which might be dumb in hindsight because nobody gets in the first time. A lot of people don't get in the first time. And I didn't know that. I didn't realize it was hard to get into. I had no idea. I just did the best I could do on everything. And I got in the first time and we're like, okay, great. And then talking to people in my class, they've all applied multiple times. And I'm like, okay, I don't know. This is like totally what the Lord wants. And we felt really affirmed in that. Yeah. And, um, so I started January of uh, 2019 mm-hmm. and um, I would say the first semester was just really difficult because 
it was this whole new adjustment for our family. And, you know, I was still nursing Iris. I can't imagine. How did you do that? Um, <laughs> uh, like, it's the Lord's kindness and just being kind to us. Mm-hmm. But my in-laws live here in town. And mm-hmm. they, my especially my mother-in-law, she had agreed, like, I'll watch the kids whenever you need. Like, she doesn't work. Uh-huh. And so, and, like, we trust them so much. And so... Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to go because we don't want to pay for daycare. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's super expensive. Yeah, like it just wouldn't have been feasible. Mm-hmm. So um, she'd watch the kids. And <clears throat> I think just like figuring out how to how to do school while being a mom and a wife was like really hard. And then like still being involved in the things that we were involved in before. <laughs> like things have suffered. Um, friendships. Mm. You know, I used to take, um, especially when before Iris was here, I would take James to the park multiple times a week just to walk. And I'd walk him in the stroller and he'd nap in there. And I mean, even with Iris, we do that too. And, you know, just life looks different. Like we don't, we don't do a lot of play dates. Yep. And um, I'm a really social person. And so that is hard and I want to be able to hang out and go do things, but like, that's just really not the priority right now. Yeah. So um, I think just, you know, even silly things like, to me, I function really well when my house is, like, clean and things are put away. Like, obviously, it gets cluttered and, like, the kids are playing and, like, I'm fine if there's a giant mess everywhere. But, like, it needs to be picked up after. And when I go to bed at night, like, I don't want messes around the house because mm-hmm. it's it brings me like mental peace, <laughs> you know, it just brings me peace. Yep. All the things are important to me and like, you know, the things have suffered. So, um, even as far as like meals go, you know, when I'm at school, it's really hard to come home and like make dinner when I need to be studying. Yeah. So, you know, Michael and I have had to, which we've never had like, well, you're the man. So you do that. And I'm the woman. So I do that. Like we've always, I think just naturally we just like did what needed to be done mm-hmm. both of us. And Michael has really stepped up in doing more of the things that I was doing. That's really great. I did most of the cooking before and now he does a lot of the cooking. So we're kind of in a unique um, semester right now because I'm in uh, mental health mm-hmm. and that's just a lighter semester. That's nice. So Things have kind of been a little more fun right now. We've been able to go do more things. But if school starts back up again with (laughs) Iowa, I'll be in clinicals two days a week, 13 hours a day each. Wow. And I have lecture like a whole half of of the day. And it's like a harder, it's really hard. So I'm going to have to spend a lot more time studying. Whereas now I don't have to spend all that much time studying. So, dang girl, you know, things like, I think just like choosing, I think it's been hard, especially on James with his age. Um, this, I think this is kind of all Irish knows right now, because mm-hmm. from when I was pregnant with her, I was like in school, but, you know, James really needs the snuggle time on the couch and he really needs to sit in bed at night and just like. He just wants to tell stories. That's like, <laughs> he just wants me to scratch his back, things like that. So there are, sometimes I have to say no to those things. And mm-hmm. it 
it is like heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, because you feel like, I feel like I'm abandoning him a little bit. Mm. But I, it's like in order to reach this goal that we want to get to, I do have to say no to some of these things. And there are times where it's like, you know what? Yeah, I can spend 10 minutes with you right here. And we set timers. Like, <laughs> you got 10 minutes. Uh-huh. It's up. It's it's over. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, he gets that. <laughs> but, um, like, we're definitely looking forward to when it will have to be like that, where I don't have to study at home. I could just go and then come back when, you know, work's over and I'll have to take it home with me. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm trying to think of um, a lot of the other students that are in, like, my cohort. Um, There's a lot of single moms. Mm. And not only are they in school, they, you know, have kids, and they're also working. Wow. And I'm not working. (laughs) Like, I don't have to. Um, Like, eventually I will, but I won't be in school at the same time. So I don't know how they're doing it seriously <laughs> they don't have the support yeah so I can't um, them, honestly yeah. so it's like hard but I know that it could be so much harder mm-hmm. but I guess it goes back to like you know what you know yeah if you've only been put in this situation if you had been placed in another situation I think we rise to that occasion ideally I would hope that would be the scenario uh-huh. and then it's also a choice that you have to make within yourself of like, I'm not going to let this overtake me. I suppose you could say I'm, I'm going to rise above it and I'm going to conquer my dreams. Even if it feels like everything else is telling me it's not possible. Yeah. But I, I commend you. (laughs) It's like not, it's like not an effort done on my own by all means. Like, yeah, I'm the one putting in the study hours, but it's like, it's almost like you go to a big production and you see everything and you're like, wow, that was so amazing. And then you find out like all the things that were going on behind the scenes. And it's like, that was maybe more amazing than the production, you know, yeah. like, all the love and support, hey, all the love and support I'm getting from, you know, my family at home, who's not even close to me, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> but like, you know, the phone calls I call to yeah. them, you know, I call my mom crying, like, I'm going to fail this, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do, and, and she just is supportive on the phone as much as she can be, Yeah. And, you know, my in-laws and my sister-in-law will babysit the kids when my mother-in-law, for, you know, whatever reason, isn't able to, or even, like, my father-in-law will when none of them can, and it's like, we all have to work together, and that's super sweet, though. So, yeah, we're kind of in, like, a unique spot in life where, we like don't really know what's next for us and you know whether that be like job wise and you know location wise like we don't know and so we're in this kind of unique time mm. and got to make it to December hopefully it's only December right <laughs> and it's like well we'll see we'll see what happens next mm-hmm. so, where life takes everybody yeah yeah what would, what's one lesson that you have learned that you want to share with that you wish you had learned sooner? Oh, there's a lot. Um, my, that my initial response in all things to my kids is calm and gracious. How, how do you enact that? Like what, are there certain steps that you have mentally that you kind of go through 
or is it just like an awareness? Maybe both. I think absolutely like awareness, but I think about how quick I am to respond to, you know, like this just happened this last week. Iris got into nail polish and, you know, it's like all over. Mm -hmm. And my first response is, Iris, what are you thinking? Instead of like, oopsie daisy, we got to clean this up now, okay? And, you know, just like being really gracious in my response. And I think that like as a Christian, I know that I can be gracious because God's been gracious with me. Mm-hmm. that's his first response to me is graciousness. So in order for my kids to understand the graciousness of God, I have to exhibit that to them. So they know what that looks like. Definitely. So, or, you know, with James, it could be so many different things. He's a very busy kid. So yeah, he, he, um, they found a way to climb onto the counter oh, and no. climb on top and like open the cabinets and they get like chocolate chips down or things like that. And I'll find him like (laughs) chocolate chips, chewy, everything like it's running out of face. And my first response is, it's so it's more oftentimes like accusatory and that probably like really belittles him. And that's not what I want him to remember Mm -hmm. at all. So there are times when I am able to respond graciously, but it just needs to happen more. Yeah. So, and I think that's even just like in practicing and in your response to everything. Yeah. Like my response needs to just be calm and not be surprised by anything, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, in a perfect world, we'd all respond greatly. But, you know, we want to raise kids that are loving and I want my kids to be kind and not look at their friends when they go to school and be like, what were you thinking? You know? Yep. So I have to exhibit that to them. So, and even how I respond, you know, to my husband, it needs to be like that too. How has, you mentioned that like your kind of dynamic in your marriage has changed. What, how did you guys get to that point? Was there, were there a lot of conversations? Did it kind of happen organically? What did that look like? Probably a little bit of both. I mean, we had, we just didn't know what nursing school was going to look like. And like the time that it, I mean, we had conversations before I started and it was kind of like, well, he was like, you know, I'll do whatever it takes and, you know, we'll figure it out along the way. And then when the time came, you know, there were some hard conversations of like, listen, I feel like I need to be with the kids right now, but I I really need to be studying. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of his frustration had kind of stemmed from, hey, I feel like I'm giving you time to study right now, but you're not taking it. Oh, interesting. And I was like, okay, I didn't know you were giving me that time. So we just need to communicate better. Yeah. And, and we've like worked on that. And now that I'm in like an easier class, we're going to totally have to work on it again when I get to the harder one, cause it's going to change again. Yeah. So, and also, you know, Iris takes short little naps now, mm-hmm. just day maybe. So, um, I can't really study at home anymore. It's very yeah. difficult. So, um, I have to leave and, you know, we either need to get a babysitter or I got to take them to my in-laws or. You know, and like Mondays, my husband has off. So 
he's usually at home with them all day while mm -hmm. I'm at school. And then I study after that. So it's just like, we've had to figure out and I've had to figure out how to um, minimize my study time and to make it really effective. Mm, yeah. So I have to know how I learn and how to study for each class and, and then to make the most of the time, no messing around. <laughs> I think even just with Michael and I like being available to each other because, mm. you know, when he comes home from work, you know, he's kind of like put back to work right away. And so I have to just really be sensitive to him because I don't want him to suffer, you know? So, you know, we figure it out. We figured out, we figured out that, you know, we need to go way more together as a couple. Mm. And so we've been, you know, setting aside money in our budget months so that we can do that because that's, you know, I love to go away, but he like really enjoys that mm. because I'm like not a mom when yeah. we go away. Like I'm just his wife. You know, nice. which is different. It is. It is. Yeah. So even if it's just like overnight or somewhere, just like 24 hours, the chance to reset, like mm -hmm. he needs that. And so we figured, we've figured those little things out. So still figuring lots of other things out. Um, do you have any other nuggets of advice or just things that you've learned that you want to share for, for the listeners? I would say like, if you have a dream that, or a big goal, like whether that be a goal for your family, a dream for you personally, and, you know, talk to your partner about it, like mm -hmm. work hard, see if you can make that happen. Um, cause I just don't think you want to get to the end of your life and be like, damn, like I could have made a difference in, you know, whatever. Um, like, I think you have to go hard after it. And you, you can't do it by yourself or you're just going to flop. Like mm -hmm. you need to have that support. Yeah. Even if it's not a partner, like friends or family members, yeah. whatever it's like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're never just a mom. Nobody's ever mm -hmm. just a mom. And it's I so true. Moms do themselves such a disfavor by saying, I'm just a mom. Mm -hmm. Cause there's, there's so much more that goes behind I mean, they're, they're everything, you know, you're a nurse, you're a teacher, like whether you send your kids to school or not, you're still a teacher. You're at least a tutor. Yep. <laughs> you're your kids' life skills. You're teaching them everything. And, um, and they learn from you. If you, if you raise your kids saying, I'm just a mom, they're going to grow up saying, well, she was just a mom. Mm. You no. Know, and you don't want that to be your kid's mindset. Yeah. Because so. you are so much more than that. I totally agree. Well, thank you for talking with me. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to follow along on Brittany's adventure, check out her Instagram, Brittany Rice Cakes, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y Rice Cakes. She posts the cutest stories of her and her kids, and I love watching them every single time she posts them. Thank you guys so much for joining me today on Mom Talk. I look forward to talking with you all again next week.